Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're pressing on through the Gospel of Mark chapter 13, and Jesus is telling his disciples some things. He's answering the question. Remember, Peter, James, and John, and Andrew had come to him and said, hey, tell us, when will these things be, and what will be the sign when all these things are going to be fulfilled? The last part of that is really interesting. What's the sign going to be when all these things are going to be fulfilled? When you read the different gospel accounts that have little nuances here, like what kind of sign are they asking for, they're basically saying, hey, how are we going to know when this is all completed, when it's all finished? How will we know? And then ultimately it's going to be, how will we know that it's you returning? Okay. And so Jesus answered them. And first thing he said was, see to it that no one mislead you, right? Because there's going to be a lot of people that come in the name of the Lord that will mislead many. Some will come saying that they are Christ, they're the Messiah. Some will come saying they're God. They'll mislead. Some will come in my name. They will sound like believers. They sound like Christians, but they're not really saved. And they'll say that he's I am, and they're going to mislead many. There will be some that will come in my name, and they will actually be saved. But they will mislead many. How's that? Because they do not provide the full counsel of the Word of God. Okay? That misleading can take place in a lot of ways. And then he told them, hey, don't be frightened. You're going to hear of wars and rumors of wars, but don't be frightened. Then Jesus said this, these things must take place, but that's not yet the end. He says they must take place. That's always a big question. Uh, must predicated upon what? <laughs> you know, why is it that wars and rumors of wars must take place? Well, I can't get into the details right now, but I think it goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden and how man rebelled against God. And there's things that are, uh, are going to have to work themselves out over time. God's got a plan, okay? But it's not yet the end. So now we're up to verse 8, Mark chapter 13. It says this, Jesus continues. First word he says is for, F-O-R. So it ties back to what? When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be frightened. Those things must take place. But that is not yet the end for, it's not yet the end because for, Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. Now, that word nation is the Greek word ethnos. And that's where we get the uh, word ethnicity. It's the idea of races, okay, of peoples. And so when you look at the scripture, you find out that there's really no such thing as race in the way that man interprets it today, okay? Uh, we are humankind. We are mankind. Uh, man is the one that's come along and created distinctions based upon color of hair and color of skin and shape of hair and height and shortness, all this kind of stuff, okay? But ethnic things are real, okay? They really should be something we rejoice in, but man has created the source of division. I think it's the enemy that's behind that. So he says you're going to have ethnic things that will arise, nations against nation, and then kingdoms against kingdoms. And that kingdom is the idea of nations in the way that we know them today. Jesus said this is going to happen. Nations are going to rise against nations, and kingdoms are going to rise against kingdoms. But guess what? Do not be frightened. That's what this goes back to. 
He says, don't be frightened. This kingdom's going to rise up against that kingdom. And it's going to change, folks. It's going to change every day sometimes, you know. Like, who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy? Sometimes you can't know in the natural. Within the spirit man, perhaps the Lord will give us discernment. Maybe he won't. We just have to rest. We have to trust. But it's going to happen. Don't be frightened. Then he says this, same sentence, same verse. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines. And then Jesus reiterates this idea again. These things are merely the beginning of birth pangs. In verse 7, he said, hey, you want to hear wars and rumors of wars? Don't be frightened. They must take place. But this is not yet the end. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, that's not yet the end. What happens now when we have wars and rumors of wars? <laughs> so we had one nation that is doing something with another nation. I don't even want to call it a war. I don't want to call it a battle. I don't want to call it. I think it's probably not at all what you're hearing in the media, and it's not at all what most people think. I think it's a very strategic response to something that when it becomes evident, people are going to be dumbfounded over. I'm not going to get into it right now, but they're going to be dumbfounded over this. But Jesus says, hey, that's not yet to end. When you see a war breaking out, when you see this happening, rumors of war, that's not yet to end. Even when you see this, even when you see ethnic uprisings, and boy, we've had those of days, have we not? Recent days. When you see kingdoms against kingdoms, when you hear earthquakes, there were two or three earthquakes yesterday. There was one in, one in New Zealand, and they're all over the world. When you hear of famines, we're about to hear of even greater famines, greater famines, uh, because of what's happening with the wars and rumors of wars. Jesus says these things are just the beginning of birth pangs, merely the beginning. You're not even really getting into the really hard, difficult thing yet. So what do you do in the midst of all this? Well, remember what Jesus said. See to it that no one misleads you. See to it that you're not frightened. Would you believe that he gives another command? Verse 9, Mark 9, listen to this. Be on your guard. Again, a role, a response, but it literally means to beware. You know, carefully consider something. Be on your guard. Why? He tells us, verse 9, for they will deliver you to the courts and you will be flogged in the synagogues and you will stand before governors and testimonies and kings for my sake as a testimony to them. So he tells the ones that asked the question, these four right here, and I'm, I, I don't, they asked privately. He's probably still answering privately. The other disciples might have walked up. We simply don't know. But he's telling them, you be on your guard because here's what's going to happen. They're going to deliver you over to the courts, and you're going to be flogged in the synagogues. And you're going to stand before governors and kings. And when you do this, for my sake, here's what's going to happen, verse 10. The gospel must first be preached to all the nations. You'll hear that misinterpreted a lot of ways, Okay. One of the other Gospels says, I think it's Luke that says, when you're hauled before these governors and kings, it's going to give you an opportunity to share your testimony and tell what I've done in your life. Now, a lot of times people will point and say, okay, Jesus is speaking to, to these uh, disciples right here, so this is only for them and it's not for us. <laughs> you can't quite say that. They might have thought it was only for them <laughs> because they didn't know if this was going to come to fruition in their life, all this stuff, wars, rumors of war, nation against nation. Literally, the Lord coming again is what's being spoken of here. But now, looking back on 2,000 years of experience, and the Lord hasn't returned yet, we know that it wasn't just for them. 
but it's also for us, folks. Now, are we likely to be flogged in a synagogue? Hmm, probably not where I live, okay? Though that day may come, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But probably not where we live. Are we likely to be delivered to courts? Oh, yeah. Likely to be flogged among religious institutions? Oh, yeah. Likely to stand before governors and kings for his sake? Definitely. Definitely stand before the leadership for the sake and as a testimony to them. Jesus says that in Mark right here. It's a little less indirect than it is in Luke. But you're standing before the governors and kings for the sake of the Lord is a testimony to them. Folks, this is going to be the normal. This is going to be what is what the body of Christ not so much endures, but this is who we are. And you say, well, that, I don't, I'm not sure I like that. Well, you need to go and read church history. You're going to find out that this has happened the last 2,000 years. What did the Lord say? Don't be frightened. What did the Lord say? Don't be misled. What did the Lord say? Be on your guard. How are you on your guard? That literally means look to yourselves. You abide in Him. You remain in His Word. You live by the power of the Spirit. You function as the body is supposed to function, not as all of our religious institutions do. They're all perverted, okay? They really are. Function as the body is supposed to, and the Lord will equip us and empower us to do exactly what He calls us to do in these last days. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you for your time. I'll see you in the next episode.